0: Welcome to another edition of The Greater Work, the audio outreach of Christ's Worker Ministries. Listen in as experienced employee and minister, Sean Gibson, brings biblical insights to help you worship God, both in and with your labor. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back to The Greater Work podcast. I'm your host, Sean Gibson, and we are talking about frustrations in the workplace. Recently, I was asked a question by a listener who said, my manager is genuinely a good person. They love their wife and their kids. However, when it comes to being a manager and leading our team, they are completely out of tune and continually make bad decisions that cost us. How am I, as a Christian, as a believer, supposed to handle this kind of situation? You know, you'd think with all the amazing books and seminars on leadership that are out there, that we would have bosses that are above reproach and frankly understand what it takes to lead people into professional success. However, it seems that the very opposite is occurring. Every day, many managers remain out of touch with their workforce, and very few truly understand how to lead a group of people successfully. In one conservative study that I read, it said that over 20% of employees have no respect for their manager or their leadership. Another report said that nearly 90% of employees, they frankly have doubts about their manager's ability to lead their workforce. If we're honest, we've all been frustrated with our leadership, especially in our workplace, and for good reason. I've had managers who were great salespeople, but when they were promoted, it was very apparent that they were not operating at their point of strength. I've also experienced leadership that ruled by fear and intimidation, thinking that fear was a behavior style that would motivate the team to success. Unfortunately, it drove many of our top performers out of the company. On the other end, I've had managers who were, um, let's just say, non-existent, and except for the interview, I wouldn't have known that they were even working at the company. Being so hands-off, this leader in particular that I worked for was never around when I needed them, especially when it was an emergency. But again, that's just my experience, and I'm sure that you have your own stories that you could relate to. But as Christians, we have the promise of Romans 8, 35 through 39 to stand on. It says, Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, or sword? As it is written, For your sake, we face death all day long, and we're considered as sheep going to the slaughter. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, angels, principalities, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, anything else can separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. My friend, because God loves us, we can overcome those challenges that are in our work environment. And we can also overcome the craziness that our managers and leaders can sometimes bring along with that. Like the writer of Romans said, You may feel that in every day when you go to work, that you're going into the slaughterhouse ready to get slaughtered. However, through Christ's love, you can overcome the ignorance and even some of the tantrums that your boss may express while glorifying God in the process. So let's talk about practically how we can walk as conquerors in the face of poor leadership. First, notify HR if your boss or leadership is doing something illegal. Look, if that doesn't change anything, look for a new job likewise if you're being harassed either racially sexually or being bullied for any reason notify hr and again if nothing has changed look for another job you're not married to your job you're not married to your boss if you can't perform your job because of mistreatment look for something else to do god has placed skills and talents inside of you intended to be productive however on the flip side if you sense that god has placed you there in that workplace to be an example for christ to win souls in that workplace then may the Holy Spirit strengthen you and may the Lord guide you in that situation. For those less severe reasons where maybe you don't respect your leadership and the superiors, let's go to the word of God to help us navigate through those challenges. Romans 13 verses one through five reminds us that God appoints all authorities, including the leaders in our workplace. Like it or not, this is the truth. However, it's up to your leader to seek God and to learn to lead appropriately. If we don't respect our leadership, Look, we're, in a sense, not respecting God and his decisions for our work environment. While it may seem that God only appoints ministers, world leaders, and even governing bodies, we have to understand that he also establishes those who manage us in the workplace. Jesus recognized this principle as he faced Pilate in John 19:11, when he said, You would have no authority unless it was given to you from above. Even with the craziness that our managers can bring, there is still something in them, a gift, that has the ability to lead. Even if they're not serving God, they were appointed by him for his pleasure. And as hard as that may be for all of us to grasp, realize that God spoke of Pharaoh in Exodus 9, 16. I have raised you up for this purpose, that I might display my power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Even with the most overbearing, ignorant, and ridiculous boss, God can use them as a tool in his hand. And this leads us to our next principle found in Colossians 3, verses 22 through 23 obey your earthly masters in everything, not only to please them while they're watching, but also with sincerity of heart and the fear of the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with your whole being for the Lord and not for men. Even when our boss, frankly, seems, let's just say less than and seems out of their mind, we as believers are to fear God and to please our leadership in the workplace as best as we can. After all, if God appointed them, we should work unto the Lord first while doing everything in our ability that we can do in our job right now to get it done, and to bring honor to our management. However, if our leadership is wronging us, maybe they've changed our responsibilities, they've doubled the workload, or they've removed resources that are necessary to complete the task, well, understand that God will reward you for your suffering, and he'll also repay you for what you've lost because of the leadership decisions at work. Colossians three twenty-four through 25 reminds us, Because you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as your reward, it is the Lord Christ that you're serving in your workplace first. Whoever does wrong will be repaid for the wrong that they've inflicted, and there's no favoritism. While we may think that we're in a workplace to earn a paycheck and to use our gifts, we are at our workplace primarily to represent the Lord with all of our professional efforts. This leads us to our next point. If your boss and company cause you to suffer loss, God will repay you and even bring deliverance if needed, while also bringing judgment on the manager. Just as God delivered his people from the oppressive hand of the Egyptian leadership to bring them into the promised land, he can bring you to your place of flowing with milk and honey as a result of enduring those tough seasons in a workplace. Remember the words of James found in James chapter 5. You've hoarded treasures in the last days. Look, the wages you've withheld from the workmen who've mowed your fields are crying out against you. The cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived in earth in luxury with self-indulgence you fatted your hearts in the day of slaughter, and you've condemned and murdered the righteous who did not resist you. If your company and your manager have taken advantage of you and become wealthy while holding back proper pay, guess what? God knows, and he won't stand for it. Listen as James encourages those who've been enduring such afflictions. Be patient, brothers, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer awaits for the precious fruit of the soil and how patient he is for the fall and the spring rains? You too, be patient. Strengthen your heart because the Lord's coming is near. Do not complain one another so that you will not be judged. Look, the judge is standing at the door. Brothers, as an example of patience in affliction, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. See how blessed we consider those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen the outcome from the Lord. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Lastly, if you're struggling with your manager and frankly feel that you can't continue to operate in a way that is expected, Either confront them directly, one-on-one, or look for a new role. You represent Christ. And if you're not able to work peacefully with your leadership, may God help you find a new role. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the leadership that you've established in this world. And this world is full of some great leaders. And Father, we pray for our leadership, our management. We ask that you bless them with wisdom. And if they don't know you, help them come to a knowledge of you. But Father, some of us are experiencing difficulties in the workplace because of our leadership. We ask that you would open their eyes to what they're doing, that you would help them to see exactly what they need in order to lead our group. Father, we pray that if they can't do that, that you would move them to another situation or that you would move us to another role. Either way, Father, we pray that your name would be glorified in all that we do and all that we set our hands to. We thank you for that in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to The Greater Work, a Christ Worker Ministries podcast. The Greater Work is supported by hardworking listeners just like you. To learn more about Christ Worker Ministries and how you can become part of our growing outreach, visit Christworker.org.